Hello, Scary Dolls. Hello. I'm Maddie. And I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Podcast. We are here. We are back in the studio. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun with everybody on Friday for our live show. Yes. Our lives are always full of fun adventures. They're always popping. Yeah. You never know what we talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Okay. That's how that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. Life is like a box of chocolates. Mmm, mm, chocolate. Oh, stop. That's like my stomach hurts. Now I want something sweet. Mm, we should have got an ice cream. We, we did a QT run before we came. We did. We I didn't, got ice cream. We ate five chips. Uh, half a pretzel each. Half a pretzel each. And that's it. And a, a slushie. A five-star meal for sunday <laughs> yeah that was a good meal um yeah uh because we usually eat like three four tacos each yeah oh my god yeah we're just Sad, we're on right? this medication that makes it's like an appetite suppressant so for us this is shocking because i usually stuff my face with three tacos we're about the skinny girl life now <laughs> we've been walking we've been walking around and i'm like oh i'm so full because i'm skinny <laughs> She's like, I'm so cold because I'm skinny. I'm yeah, like, literally, I'm cold. Up. I'm wrapped up in my little Bucky's blanket right now because I'm cold in the studio. And I'm she's not. like, why are you cold? I was like, because I'm skinny now. <laughs> I was like, no, not me. I still sweat and it smells like carnitas. <laughs> mm, that sounds good, too. Mm, bacon. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop talking I about I think food. right now, like, our, our eyes are literally bigger than our stomach. Yeah. And like we want all this stuff and then we eat it and like two, two bites, bites and we're done. Literally <laughs> two bites. We're not saying y'all all should be skinny. You should love yourself. But for me, it was more of a healthy thing. So, yeah. And I have high blood pressure. So I'm trying to get good. And honestly, like good. after I had Sabrina, I bounced back. But Jason, Jason's pregnancy is really what messed me up with my weight. So I'm trying to get back at least to where I was before I got pregnant yeah. with Jason because I was at a decent weight and I felt healthy. So that's where that's where my goal is. I'm just I just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to feel like a sloth. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Me neither. Everybody's different. But yeah, for sure. But shit. You know, be yeah, happy. But I, but I like snacks. to throw it down. I like to throw it down with food. You know Girl, me. Same, same, same. same. Um, yeah. You know what though? Do you remember when so Tim's family came into town and his aunt wanted to take me and my sister in law to go eat? Mm-hmm. So we went to go eat, and I was so mad because I wasn't hungry, and she took us to um, Mamacitas. Mamacitas. Oh, that's and so I ordered the flautas. Oh. I didn't. I Have took like ever two bites. Had enchiladas from there. They're yes. so good. My brother-in-law had enchiladas. Guys, if you go so to Mamacitas, good. get enchiladas. They're super yummy. And then the uh, waiter came and he's like, "Do y'all want to order some cheesecake?" And man, I would. I would always be the first one. Hell yeah, I want some cheesecake. Nope, I was uh, done. <laughs> that's the only thing that sucks. Like my mom be making hella food and she's like, "Then gorda," and I'm like. No, mom, thank you. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> she's like, who are you yeah, denying my food? Yeah. And she called me the other day. She's like, yeah, it's Bill Miller's. And I'm like, no, mom, thanks. And she stayed quiet and she's like, por qué? <laughs> <laughs> You're in love or what? <laughs> I know. Estás enamorada? Tienes novio? I'm like, no. Uh, I'm trying to be She's a like, bitch. well, I don't like him because he's making you skinny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no boyfriends here. We're good. We're Gucci. Me either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, your editor's going to cut that out. <laughs> um, I just date um, my editor. Uh, uh, oh. Producer. Oh. Mm-hmm. You think you're I date the boss. 
No, I'm you, the boss. You give him the cake? No. Only when he gets episodes done on time. Oh, there you go. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. (laughs) Fox News. Okay. San Antonio. Speaking of jumping into scary news. Let's get into it. Let's get into scary news. Guys, we have to talk to you guys. We have to have serious talks. No. Okay. So I don't know how to say this. Um, Okay. So... We have an announcement to make. Um, Ashley is going to be taking a step back from the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. As of right now, it is indefinitely. We are just giving her her time and space. Um, we love her. Of and I know you guys love her. And I'm sure when she's ready, she will come back and pop in. Um, but yeah, for now, um, Ashley won't be on our show. Um Mm-hmm. It's just a personal decision that she had to make for herself, which we completely respect and we understand. And of course, we love her to death. She's yeah. one of our best friends and she loves you guys. And she just wanted us to let you know that she, you know, she loves y'all. She thanks y'all for the support, but also at the same time, please respect her privacy. Um, yeah. We love you, Ashley. And everybody love you loves always. you. And you do you baby. we will just pretend like you're sitting here with us yeah we'll we'll chime in podcast <laughs> podcast hell no. we'll just say hell no every now and then yeah we love you though and we love you and just just know we're always here okay? yes we are i guess from now on it's a two-man show Yes. Um, uh, so we just also just want to make it clear we are not going to be replacing Ashley. She yes. is irreplaceable. Like, no way. It's just going to be God or I. We will have some guests pop in every now and then. Uh-huh. Um, but as of right now, it's a two man show, yes. a two witch show, a two witch show, you guys. Yeah. We anyway, love you, Ash. We love you, Ashley. <laughs> we'll still scare you. We'll make you listen to episodes yeah. and not tell you what they're about. For sure. And maybe drive you to secret locations. Yeah, we, yeah, we're just not gonna tell you like where we're going. We're just gonna be like, "Hey, come out with us," and then we're gonna go like to a haunted hospital overnight. How fun! How fun! Okay. <laughs> so, in other news, have you heard what they what the archaeologists have found in Egypt as of four days ago? What they have discovered a fifty-two foot long. It's called a papyrus contains sections of the Book of the Dead. Oh, oh. And now they're working on with Egyptians to try to translate it to see exactly what it says. God, Jesus. This is the mummy return. I'm like, have you not seen <laughs> the, the mummy? mummy. <laughs> Brandon Fraser. <laughs> okay, but if you get someone that looks like young Brandon Fraser, I love Brandon Fraser, but damn. They are literally working on translating what this wall says. And in the article, it does specifically say that some of it, that what they were able to transcribe is that it's actually giving them the exact location or it's almost like a map way of where the actual Book of the Dead is located. So if they figure it out, I hope they just like leave it there. You know, they're not. They're not. They're I know. Not. I know they're not. No. I know. So one or two things are going to happen. Yep. They're going to find the book of the dead. The mummies are going to come back to life. Therefore, they're going to bring back all the things in the past. 
that should stay dead <laughs> back to life. And then Gato's going to be living her favorite dream of the zombie apocalypse. Uh, no, I'm going to be living my favorite Courage the Cowardly Dog episode. <laughs> Return the slab. Return, return the slab. Oh yeah, return the slab. He said, "What's your offer?" <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I love you that. You think episode. they would learn, right? They don't. Just like when they opened up the tune of whoever, whatever his name was, wasn't and it then King Tut, King Tut, or something Wait, like that, and then it? all this bad luck started happening, yeah, and everybody yeah. fucking died, like, and the people involved were dying yes it was shit. like this huge like chain reaction that happened when they opened up his tomb and like they won't learn their lesson no it just leave it there <laughs> just leave it it was i mean obviously it's gonna be a great piece of history but maybe if it has steps don't follow it just just you know, just don't dig do it, up, it but don't touch don't it. do it guys. i don't know don't do it okay just <laughs> stop <laughs> and drop stop. and row i'm just kidding <laughs> Okay, so and do the tootsie roll. <laughs> <laughs> Not me twerking. Okay. <laughs> Almost scratching my armpit and staring at Gato. Sorry. It sounded crunchy. <laughs> my armpit's not crunchy. <laughs> that was not me scratching my armpit. That was you. Okay, okay. Sorry, guys. And also, I think it was this. <laughs> It's the little tag from my oh, blanket. From blanket. It was hitting my boob and I was scratching my armpit. <laughs> have you seen those people? Okay, getting on topic. But have you seen those people like where they scratch their armpit or their crotch and then like they think nobody's looking and they're <gasps> they sniff it? It's so gross, right? <laughs> and people post it all over TikTok. It's so gross. Oh Be God. careful. There's always somebody watching. There's you always a camera. Nasty. If you think there. there's not, there is. So if you're trying to be nasty oh in the God. parking lot at the park. <laughs> There's a camera. Okay, so in Elmer, Russia, there's actually a video that's going around of these men. They're basically miners, and supposedly they came across, like, this statue of an angel. Have you seen it? It's, like, all over TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. No. Yeah, so it's a video of these miners. They're like they're like digging through the ground, and they came across this uh, statue, and it's of like an angel in a cloak. You see his wings, and he's holding like a shield, but his face looks textured. Like he doesn't look like bones. It doesn't look like he's stone. It looks like he's like he's uh, human. Yes, <gasps> like he hasn't decomposed. How come I haven't seen it. I'm on Mexican TikTok right now. Sorry. So it's it's been blowing up the internet, and it's all over the place. So how it blew up was uh, this video was actually sent to a friend by one of the miners, and this friend sent it to another friend and basically they posted it on social media sent it to the news blah 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 all this stuff right gained a whole bunch of attention all over all over the in internet everybody's like oh my gosh is this like an actual angel it's the apocalypse is happening this is probably like uh, michael the archangel because he has his cloak and his armor and all this stuff right dang well in fact it has been explained that this was all a hoax. 
So there is a, a group of friends who saw that their neighbor had a statue just sitting in the back of the backyard that they were going to get rid of it. I guess the neighbors were going to get rid of it. So they decided to take this statue in the middle of nowhere and pretend like they just dug it up so they so they can become internet sensations. Of course. <laughs> That's pretty smart, though. And um, it, it did exactly what they wanted to do. They became TikTok famous or YouTube, internet, interweb famous, famous. whatever. Mm -hmm. But the, yeah, they did end up coming out and saying, like, no, this is a hoax. Like, we were just joking around. We mm -hmm. didn't think that it would actually blow go viral yeah. and blow up, whatever. But so if you come across this video on TikTok and we'll post it on our page uh, so you guys can see it. But here's like a little picture. Got all it. Let me see. Oh, ew. <laughs> it's like all gray. It looks like, yeah, it just looks, looks like a little boy. He's all grayed out. He looks like a, like he's made out, out of clay. <clears throat> so I was trying to read more. And so I don't know if it, if like the neighbor like made it out of clay themselves or what, how they made it. But yeah, I was just sitting in the backyard and these guys were like, hey, uh, let's uh, <laughs> make this video and become famous on it's the It's so interwebs. funny because you like, TikTok is so weird. Like you follow trends and eh, you might get famous, but you do something random and think that no one's going to like, like it's not going to be famous, the video, and then mm -hmm. it goes viral. Like I have a video of Voodoo that I just put a Bad Bunny song over it and it has like 35,000 likes. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And that's and, and just make like another page share it. Oh, that was the other video. It was a trend. Oh, where the one Voodoo where he was holding a gun, gun right? on me. Yeah, like a gun. To yeah. Wake up. <laughs> that one, yeah. That page shared it. And people are mean. Like, there's people that are like, oh my God, look at her lips. I'm like, what's wrong with my lips? I will go to those pages and fight you. I don't go, well, I, like, I like my lips. <laughs> be, on one of the comments, I was like, your dad liked them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. That's when, like, me, Jen, yes, Julia was all, like, all coming for her. And then the girl was like, no, I was just saying, like, she would be prettier, like, with that. And then we're, I was like, bitch, don't be scared now. She's trying to be all, like, yes. yeah. Oh, she's I like, was she's, real she's pissed pretty, off. pretty, but I feel like she would be prettier with that. I'm I like, mean, shut up. but what? But nobody wanted your opinion. I was being a real <laughs> troll. <laughs> Those are funny. Whoops. <laughs> no, but you leave a bad comment, I'm just deleting it, deleting it and blocking you because I don't have time. Just like how whoever that person was, Scotto's number one fan on the oh live show. Oh my god! I got who so mad. That? I was like, I will fucking get Southside on you. Like, really? Like, who are you? And then who they got off. That? I don't know, but they hopped off real Guys, quick. Guys, on the on the live, there was a a person that it said Scotto's number one fan was their username, and then I don't remember what they said, but they're like, I was like, is it Brianna? And it said, no, I'm definitely of age. And then it said, we've we've been in the same house before we slept in the same house before mm -hmm. so i was like who is it so i started getting kind of loud and like crazy and south side and i was like i will find out who you are like I was yeah pissed. and i don't i don't think they typed anymore but i have a feeling it was my friend jacob but i don't know because he was like what did i miss i'm like hmm hmm, hmm. interesting interesting Little snakes Let's anyway, if it something. was you, just let me know because I'm like curious. You're not gonna get in trouble. I just want to know. Yeah, I don't know, guys. But that concludes our scary news. Ba -da -ba. Dun -dun -dun. I don't know. <laughs> just like a a put, whip. Put some kind of song in here, Tim. Damn. I know. Where's our little lingo thing? <laughs> 
So uh, this episode is going to be our first episode of February. So in honor mm-hmm. of Valentine's Day, we are going to be jumping into the true crime of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be talking about fatal attractions. Yum. Not the movie, but like the movie. There's Love like the movie. stories out there where, you know, people want to go a little bit crazy. There's some pretty interesting I know cases. a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who mm-hmm. like recently went through this and the bitch was crazy. Crazy with a Still crazy C. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anyways, <laughs> so what is fatal attraction? So according to Diane Bell Milley, she is a professor of sociology at Penn State University. She says there's often close links between the qualities in a partner that initially allure us and those that we later find problematic. And she said it's like a moth to a flame. Individuals are drawn to the very aspect of another individual that they will eventually dislike. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dumb hoes. (laughs) Just don't do it. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. I don't know. It's almost like, it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, like when somebody goes to an interview and you kind of like tell them what they want to hear so they can hire you and then you get to know the person and And they're like, it's not going to work out. And you try to, you know, like give them warnings and then they just keep coming back for more. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like how I see it too. Beta attraction. Mm -hmm. With some of these. I stories just feel that like I they're read. just hoes who can't get it through their heads. That or they're already like emotionally damaged too. And True. then they just kind of like cling on. Yeah, like they, they find they, they get a little, the first they get thing a little attention and then they want to be like, ah, I'm the queen of everything. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> How you said, don't even get me started started that sounded sexy did it yeah (laughs) it's because i'm a skinny girl now (laughs) shut the fuck up that's gonna be my answer to everything oh my god mandy why wasn't this done because i'm a skinny Skinny girl now (laughs) at work (laughs) my boss why isn't the paperwork done because i'm a skinny girl now Mm. and i forget things (laughs) you're such a dork did you know dork means well penis really the more you know Wow. You dork. I'm a well penis. <laughs> hey, they're pretty big. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's I got get a big old dick. It. A big old dick. <laughs> What's wrong with oh. us? It's because it's late. Bitch, no, we drank a whole thing of big red. That's true. That's we not skinny it. girl shit. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> Tim, edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I drink a whole cup of water. With Yum. some lemon. I had a lettuce today. I had so some, healthy. Uh, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is that? Uh, ivy. Like, oh, I had some liquid ivy today. Ooh. Hey, those are really good. I had an enema. What is it called? <laughs> an enema? Stick it up your ass. <laughs> no, they have. Oh, they have coffee enemas. They'll, they'll stick the tube up your ass and shoot coffee up your ass. <laughs> Skinny girl shit. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't have an animal. <laughs> you can get those for a dollar at Family Dollar. Oh. It comes with two. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. 
one for you, one for your friend. So you <laughs> stick one up her booty hoe, and she sticks one up your booty hoe. Oh my and god! It's a beautiful morning here, <laughs> guys. This is so random, but every morning when I get in my car, I'll sing "Good Morning Baltimore" from Hairspray. <laughs> Just in case you wanted a, r- a random fact. And imagining Zach Efron coming out. <laughs> Dude, okay, okay. Stop, okay. Stop. I was I'm gonna literally never... crying the whole anima thing. You go first, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, shit. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay, so... In 2012, in the UK, Kate and Ron faced the real-life fatal attraction. Uh, So they are both loving parents, and they battled through the emotional pain to stay on good terms when they both decided to split. And despite through their divorce, they put aside their differences for the sake of their three sons. So they made sure they were both like on good terms. They were still friends. They did everything they could to make sure that they had that relationship for the sake of their children which i completely understand that's understandable with everybody and good for them for doing that so six months after rob and his ex-wife kate separated and finalized their divorce he had a brief not long but very brief fling with another woman her name was neelam dar also known as nina to her friends Mm. but when he ended the affair his lover, Nina, launched a vicious and very terrifying campaign against Kate, his ex-wife, and their kids. But they were already divorced. So it was almost like if she couldn't have him, then nobody could have him. Literally, like she went totally like batshit crazy. So Rob only slept with Nina twice. And she couldn't accept him ending whatever fling it is that they had. And then during those six, it was 16 months that this happened. Like this was going on. Nina, Nina like stalked Kate and the kids and she like became unhinged. Like she went crazy. So she was sentenced for assault and criminal damages, but broke restraining orders twice she she was screaming more threats um, at Kate and her children, her their children too, not just Kate, mm-hmm. but screaming stuff at the boys whenever she saw them. Oh, and bitch. they had two restraining orders on her. So Kate, Kate mm-hmm. and the boys had a restraining order on her, and then Rob himself had a restraining order on her. And this bitch was like breaking all the restraining orders, like she didn't give a shit. Oh my god, she was crazy. Okay, so after Kate and Rob like ended their nine year their nine year relationship, he got a flat. So I I was looking, I was like, what the hell is a flat? So it's a it's like a one story house, oh, like uh-huh. a little like tiny house. So he got a he moved into a, a little house near the family home, so that way he can continue to spend a lot of time with the boys mm-hmm. and help Kate take the boys to school, pick them up as needed. Mm-hmm. She, if she worked late, he would have the boys. When she'd come home, she'd pick them up on the way, whatever. So in December of 2011, Kate was at a party proudly showing off photos of her sons when something very interesting happened. So Kate said, as she was showing pictures of her sons to some acquaintances that were there, someone said, oh, aren't those Nina's children? What? And she was like, um, what? 
And she's like, isn't Nina their, their mom? Like, you're their mom too? Oh, is are you Rob's ex-wife? So Nina stole pictures of their children and was showing off to people, oh, these are my stepkids, <gasps> me and Ew. my boyfriend. So this completely, like, tore Kate apart. She was like, what the, f- like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, why, why, like, what a crazy ass. So she was pissed. So basically, she was really mad at Rob, and she was just like, you know, I know we ended on good terms, whatever. She's like, but this shit needs to stop. Like, mm-hmm. She's crazy. Like, why is she why is she showing off pictures of my kids? All this stuff. So initially, um, this is how she found out that he even had a fling in the first place with somebody. Mm-hmm. And she was like, at the same time, she was like, I don't care like who you talk to, but don't have her involve my kids. With my kids. This was a, this is before all the bat chicks. This was like almost when it all started, right? So she was like mad at Rob or whatever because she's like, why are you showing pictures of my kids? How did she get these photos? Mm -hmm. And Rob was like, I don't know how she got the photos. Like she's only been to my house like once. We hooked up at the house once. So that means this lady Nina, probably while Rob was asleep, was going through all his stuff, stealing pictures of the kids and then taking them out, going out with whoever she's going with and be like, oh, look, these are my stepkids. And mind you, she's never even met the kids before. This was just somebody that he had a, like, a very short fling with. Fucking and just psycho. Yeah. It was very bad. So, you only sleep with someone two times and you want to act like the stepmom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. Wants to raise the kids with him and everything, right? Kind mm. of story like we've heard before. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Okay. Crazy. So later that night, Rob ended up at uh, Kate's house because they were talking or whatever. It got really late. So he ended up just spending the night at Kate's house. He slept on the sofa and Kate was upstairs and they both got woken up by a noise from outside. So when Kate looked outside... They saw Nina smashing the garden's fence and attacking the family car. What the fuck? Because she was pissed off that Rob was at Kate's house, the ex-wife. But mind you, that means Nina was literally stalking Rob, like, watching where he was going. So he... They had that argument about like how Nina, why why didn't Nina have like the picture of the boys? He ended up at Kate's house. It got really late. He just slept on the couch, whatever. She went upstairs, fell asleep. And so that means Nina saw that he never left Kate's house. And that means she was probably like parked outside yeah, for who knows waiting. how many hours fucking waiting. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. It gets better. Then Nina bursts through the front door. And began smashing up the living room. Oh my god. She grabbed she grabbed Kate's wedding ring that was on the fireplace. She ripped up all of the wedding photos that she still had of her and Rob, which was stuff that she had she wasn't ready to take down yet. Mm-hmm. So Kate Kate wasn't ready to take down their wedding stuff, but this bitch oh. Nina ripped up everything, threw everything into the fireplace. And then <laughs> And then she grabbed any of the photos that had Rob. She tore Kate out of it. And then she put any pictures of Rob down her trousers, <gasps> down her pants. <laughs> Ew. She punched Rob, then threw Kristen against against the door. And then she was just screaming like a mad woman and screeching at Rob and like was just telling her, telling Rob, you should be with me, not her. 
crazy. Ew. So Kate dialed, I guess in the UK, it's 999 for their 911. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Nina was arrested. So they were just like in complete shock and... Oh, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, they were just in shock. So, oh, you know what? Uh, sorry, I got mixed up. So Christian is the son. Sorry. Oh. Christian is the son. So the, the oldest son saw what was going on because it woke him up. So he was the one that called 911 okay. after, uh, after Nina pushed Kate against the wall. So, yeah, so can you imagine, like, that shit happening, like, some crazy-ass bitch just, like, bursts into your house and just starts tearing things up and screaming at everybody, including your kid? Like, really? (laughs) Sorry, let me tell you something. (laughs) If a bitch walks into my house, we're in Texas, baby, I'm shooting you. I'm shooting to kill. Don't get it twisted. So Nina pleaded guilty in May of 2012 of two assault and criminal damages she was given a 20-week jail sentence. She was suspended for a year and a 12-month restraining order. But days later, she began abusing Kate as she walked her kids home from school. So she still broke this restraining order after she was even sentenced 20 weeks in jail. So literally immediately after she got out of jail, she continued to stalk Kate and her sons. 20 weeks is not enough. 20 weeks. She needs to be beheaded. Yeah. On another occasion, Nina was standing outside of Rob's home while Rob wasn't home. He was at work. He was she was standing outside of Rob's home as Kate drove past it and she was swearing and screaming at her, making cutthroat actions like I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) What to Kate as Kate because her? when Kate goes home she drives by Rob's house because yeah, yeah. he lives right almost right down, down the, the road street. yeah to yeah. be closer to his kids and when Rob wasn't home this bitch was there like around the roaming around yeah like stalking a stalking oh my god this is making me mad so another time Nina appeared outside of Kate's home and was screaming that she was gonna and threatening that she was gonna kill Kate and the and the boys because they were standing in her way to be with Rob. At this point, I would have shot her in the face. Yeah, same. No way. No way. <sighs> I can't. So a month a month later, after that, Nina was convicted of breaking the restraining order and was giving another suspended sentence. So she was put into jail for another twenty weeks. What is twenty weeks gonna do? And believe it or not, it's because really nothing physically happened. So like okay. when she broke into Kate's home, she didn't stab her. Yeah, she threw her up against the wall, but still, that wasn't enough to like her in jail for a year two years whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of like here they really can't do anything if you have a stalker unless they rape they shoot or they kill you that's true it's pretty sad yeah so basically kate and rob's lawyer got together and they were trying to pretty much like get a longer sentence for this nina lady because she just obviously wasn't getting it mm-hmm. because the moment she got out of jail again she was right back at it oh. You know, uh, stalking them at this point. She, uh, I, I think the oldest son. Yeah, the oldest son was walking home from school, and she was screaming at the oldest son, telling telling the oldest son that um, that she should be his stepmom, and that don't that for him not to worry that his mom will soon be gone. Yeah. 
horrible. So when that happened, they're like, oh, hell no. Like, this is enough. Like, this is my mm-hmm. child. You are not going to be, you can s- tell me anything you want, but you are not going to go to my child without me there and like yeah harass my son so they got together again and she was finally convicted uh it doesn't i i read through a couple of articles and i couldn't find exactly how long she was convicted for but she was finally put into like jail Mm -hmm. uh, longer than 20 weeks god i know Um, and basically kate did say that she can't believe such a very brief affair caused so much trouble for her and her family and her boys and that this is something that caused PTSD for her sons now they have to go through therapy and she's like and this is proof that hell hath no fairy like a woman scorned literally was his dick that good like what is it a magic penis I can't even wrap my mind around that let me tell you a little secret you know I give I give Kate I give her credit because if this was me I feel like I would have gone to jail because I would have killed the bitch. <laughs> Especially if it came to like her telling my children stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> I know that if someone comes into your house, you can shoot at them and they can turn around and sue but you. see, in the UK, they don't allow guns. I don't even think the police officers are allowed to carry guns. They carry the sticks and I think tasers. Unhand me. Yeah, unhand me. <laughs> Yeah, their their laws are complete. This is in the U- remember. This is in yeah. the UK. It's not in the US. So their laws are completely different. different. Yeah, I'm just saying, guys. So there really if wasn't you're in much- the US and someone breaks into your house, you shoot to kill because and if you don't kill them, they can turn around and sue you, dude. For all, and even like in another article, they did they did say it took them a long time to even get the first restraining order on her. Because yeah. she wasn't physically doing anything. Yeah. And it wasn't until she went into their house that night they were able to, like, finally get something on her. So then Rob got a restraining order on her. Then Kate and the boys got a restraining, restraining order. But she still broke those two damn restraining, restraining orders. Restraining orders don't mean damn shit when someone's fucking crazy like that. Yeah. They don't. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They just want the thing that they want and that's it. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad that nothing fatal happened because i mean just like this just like the true story of the actual fatal attraction movie like carolyn whatever her name her last name is i don't remember yeah carolyn wesley something like that (laughs) yeah she actually killed the wife (laughs) so i'm just Mm -hmm. glad that she's safe and the boys are safe and i hope rob learned his lesson I well anyway in my story there was not such a happy ending. I'm going to talk about Sheila Davalu and Nelson Sesler. So Sheila was happily married to Paul. She had an excellent career as a research scientist for this place called Purdue Pharma. Her husband Paul was currently studying to get like a doctorate in epidemiology. So they were both making about six figures. They were pretty successful. What appeared to be Sheila's downfall, though, was her obsession with another man. So despite her marriage to Paul, Sheila developed an intense devotion to Nelson Sessler. Um, Nelson was said to be like a handsome, successful, charming, like blue eye, like such a good looking man so um he also did nothing to push away sheila's feelings instead he entered the affair willingly so he was like oh let's fuck around or whatever 
But um, Nelson didn't know that Sheila was married. So Sheila did not make it known that she was married. It was just supposed to be like a little workplace kind of fling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sheila started to get like kind of possessive. So Sheila is very, she was said to be like a narcissist. And she always wanted to be in control. She would hack Nelson's voicemails to like listen to everything. She would accidentally book plane trips to like right on the next aisle to where Nelson was sitting. So she kind of like was always there. Um, She started getting crazy. She would wait outside um, Annalisa's house. Annalisa is Nelson's fiance. So what happened is they all used to work together, but Nelson ended things with Sheila so he could pursue Annalisa. When she found out, she would wait outside of Annalisa's house and she was holding like stun guns and lock picks like just being a crazy girl okay Annalisa was found beaten stabbed and bludgeoned to death in her own home with two tiny marks to indicate that she was stunned before the attack so it was said that Annalisa she was like super small but she was strong and investigators said that she put a hell of a fight before she died so the sheer rage and anger with which Annalisa was killed was highly disturbing. So the cops are saying that whoever killed her killed her with immense hatred. So she was found with stab marks to her face, trauma to the back of her head that was caused by a dumbbell. So the, the ones that you work out with. Yeah. yeah. So around the time of the killing, somebody called 911 and they were said that they were witnesses to the attack. So Sheila... The caller was Sheila. So Sheila's dumbass called the cops and was like, hey, I saw a man fleeing my neighbor's house and I heard a commotion and arguing and someone go help and blah, blah, blah. But the police had never heard of Sheila at this point. So they started investigating Nelson. So they thought Nelson, since I was Annalisa's fiance, was he was like the prime the prime suspect. So (sighs) Sheila's little plan, it worked. She started to console Nelson and he was depressed and grieving. So she looked kind of like worked her way back into his life. And they were starting to go out on romantic dinners, ski trips. So Sheila was basically there for Nelson when he was grieving. Mm -hmm. Of course. Right. So now the only person standing between Sheila and Nelson was Sheila's husband. So Sheila was like, hey, Paul, like, do you want to play a game with me? Like she was trying to be sexy. So the game involved a blindfold, handcuffs and the rubbing of household objects against the blindfolded person. So she was like, let's play a little game like to spice things up. And Paul was like super excited to play this game. He was excited because he said that for a while now, it felt like him and his wife were kind of like drifting away, drifting apart. And he didn't know why. He didn't know why. He was like, he really loved his wife. And so he was like, you know, yeah, like, of course I want to play with you. So she blindfolds him and she pulls out a knife and stabs him right in the chest while he's blindfolded and handcuffed. Yes. (laughs) Somehow, Paul, like he said, he felt his lungs like puncture. And he said he felt like the life was escaping from him. And she somehow convinced Paul that this was all like an accident like she was trying to be sexy and like hold a knife against him and she accidentally stabbed him that's what she was telling him 
Did he believe her? Yes. He she convinced ass. him. And so Paul was like, please like call 911. I like I'm dying. I could feel like I could feel the life leaving my body. Just please call 911. And she's like, okay, okay. This bitch gets on the phone and instead of calling 911, she is calling Nelson to invite him over for dinner while her husband is dying in the next room. So oh my God. Paul was like, please, 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 please take me. Like she, I don't know how he convinced her, but she was, he was like, please take me to the hospital, please. And she was like, oh, you know what? Like, fine, whatever. So she got him in the car and um, they're on the way to the hospital. They pull up to the parking lot. She turns back around and starts like swinging the knife, like trying to slash him. Only this time, there was a person walking by and they were kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there was a bypasser. Um, At this point, Paul was taken into the hospital for treatment and the knife had made contact with Paul's heart and Paul required immediate heart surgery. So the cops were like talking to Sheila or whatever and her story kept changing like at first she said it was self-defense then she said it was a sex game gone wrong um, and that Paul had fallen on the knife but the police like they had a feeling that she was kind of crazy yeah um they didn't tell Sheila that Paul survived though so he survived the whole attack um she thought he died but um so it says when Paul survived and was able to testify that Sheila realized that she was done for. So um, she was done for, but not doomed because she was only being charged for the attempt at murder. There was still a murder that she had gotten away with. So um, police were still looking at Nelson, but Nelson, he was like pendejo. It says Nelson still kept quiet about Sheila and the police had no idea who Sheila even was. I mean, on his case. But it says also, it says, you have to wonder how stupid Nelson is. Did he know that the obsessive mistress was linked to the murder of his fiance? The mistress that had re-entered his life at the most perfect time and was now being charged with attempted murder. Nelson never mentioned Sheila to the police and it took a long time to tie her to the killing of Annalisa. It took a while, but the police managed to find key evidence to link Sheila to the murder of Annalisa. Firstly, the conviction for attempted murder didn't help Sheila's case. And then Sheila received a 25-year sentence for trying to kill Paul um, because they went to trial and Paul testified against his own wife, um, which was probably super hard for him. I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. Other stuff that happened was the call to Nelson. So obviously she called Nelson right after she fucking stabbed him, um, stabbed Paul. So that is what opened the case and gave the police like a prime suspect. There was also the pharma key card where she worked that pharma key card or whatever um, that Sheila used to clock out during the middle of the day because that's probably when she discovered that Alanisa was home. So all these things started adding up. The 911 call was was identified as matching Sheila's voice and there was DNA evidence. So there was a speck of blood left on Annalisa's sink in the bathroom. Um, that's where it was said that Sheila probably went to go clean herself. She had gotten a small cut from the knife that she used to kill Annalisa. And so she left a dot of her blood on the sink and they got evidence from that. So it says the case, however, would not come together until 2012 when Sheila was finally put on trial for the murder of Annalisa five years after being charged with murder. And then Sheila did 
the stupidest thing ever and she represented herself during trial oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing because i'm like what the fuck you dumb dumbass. bitch it says here is a case where almost the entirety of the evidence hinges on a 911 phone call and voice identification sheila decides to be her own lawyer throughout the trial so for hundreds of hours and months on end the jury was exposed to sheila's voice Obviously, they're going to hear the way she talks, hear the voicemail and be like, bitch, that's you calling. Oh, somebody shot my neighbor. And it was fucking Mm. her. It says Sheila's a narcissist that tried to murder a husband that loved her and took the life of a wonderful and intelligent person. All for a man that didn't even want her for anything other than sex. Sheila is a dangerous and evil person, but she is also an idiot. She made the weirdest fantasy world over Nelson and then proceeded to attempt to commit Two perfect murders, which she failed. I mean, she only killed one, but she would have killed Paul, too, if that person didn't see her in the hospital parking lot. And then she also represented a trial, which compromised her own defense. And then um, they had said, there was a little quote they said. It says, she left a trail of breadcrumbs in both cases for the police to eat up. And now she's where she belongs. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote that article? (laughs) It says, um, so... She is doing 25 years and then 50 years consecutively. So Sheila is currently serving her time in Bedford Hills in Connecticut. And her sentence ends in 2079. Wow. So. Damn. How old are we going to be? I'll be dead. I'll probably be dead for sure. 2079? That's like, that's never going to. No, that's never. We're going to be like in our hundreds. Oh, my God. Right? Cause it's I don't even want to think about it because I have anxiety thinking about it. Yeah, no, don't think about it. <laughs> My heart starts racing. <laughs> but yeah, she would have killed her husband too if it wasn't for these meddling kids in the oh hospital parking lot. Well, speaking of crazy, so I did find in this post on Edit, and this girl starts off by saying, Oh, it's username uh, Channer Banner on Reddit. And this girl says, ex-girlfriends or ex-lovers or lovers in general are always female and we always get a bad rap for being crazy because we're emotional. Mm -hmm. So let's say even the odds with some crazies, besides being a female, there are some crazy males out there too. Let's get it straight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So she goes on to say, I was in high school and met this guy in German class. We hit it off. We hit it off and started dating. We dated for about six months and he kept pressuring me to have sex and I wasn't ready. I was maybe about 15 around this time. So I broke it off with him. He proceeds to talk to me at school, following me to class. He calls my house constantly, shows up at my work. He calls every Sunday around 3 p.m saying that he is going to OD on pills and kill himself. My dad got on the phone and put the end and put an end to it point blank. To top it off, the cre- to top it off, he stalks me to class again and hands me a letter that next week. I go into class and I start to read the letter. And this letter is talking about how he's going to kill me and my guy friend because he thinks that we're together. And how he's going to blow up the school and stalk me for the rest of my life. The kicker is that the note had blood on it. So what he literally did was cut himself from 
uh, what is this? How do you call this? Um, An artery? Yeah. Vein? Yeah. So he, she says, he emo cut his wrist. Emo cut? Cross, okay. not down the river. Okay. <laughs> so when he cut himself, he then got his blood and that's how he wrote the note. So the note was written with, blood. with his blood. Oh my Fast God. forward 10 years later. I still get messages that he is in love with me and that he will never let me go. <laughs> 10 years. 10 years later, he found her on social media and basically said that he's never going to let her go. That's disgusting. So then she had to, you know, take herself off social media mm-hmm. and like not change her identity, but kind of like. You know when Start, yeah. you know guys like when we're when we're on social media like sometimes we can overshare like where we're at yes you know we we kind of talked about this before like when you take pictures especially in front of your home make sure you don't have your address on there because somebody or the can, number or the number because somebody can easily find out where you live uh, so you know she overshared mm-hmm. so she had to take herself off social media so he wouldn't physically find where find she was at her. this goes for your kids too i've seen this before where you post like i've seen a lot of people post this when it's their first day of school and they have this big board and it says first day of pre-k teacher miss hernandez blah 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 mm-hmm. blah 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 and then i'm like no you're giving these people all your kids information mm-hmm. they could walk in there and be like hi my kid's name is this 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 they have whatever first period with miss hernandez like you know what i mean like yeah. don't do it don't share don't overshare yeah don't overshare so somebody else wrote back there's their crazy story with a man um this username is called max star she said that she was sitting on the couch on the couch one night she got out of school early and her husband at the time comes stumbling in drunk and that he was surprised that she was even home. So he sneaks off to the bedroom and she walked in a bit later and he was passed out. That's when she saw that his phone was on the floor and she had suspected for a while that he was cheating. Mm-hmm. So she picked up the phone and goes through his text messages and finds that he had been texting another woman. And of the texts course. go accordingly. Mm-hmm. I love you, but what are we going to do about her? His reply, don't worry. I'll take care of that. The next day, she confronted him about the messages and he put her in a chokehold and pretty much told her in a very calm voice that if she were to stay calm, uh, he won't let her pass out and that basically if she screams, then he'll kill her. So at that point, she kicked him in the balls. She packed up her shit and like left town and divorced him. Yes, girl. <laughs> kicked him in the balls. And she was like, if this bitch loves you so much, she can have you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't be fighting over a man. Stupid. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. You want him, bitch? Have him. So there's this one girl that said that she was at a gym. Uh, so her username's called Geek Blender. So she said, it's not an ex-boyfriend, but it's still pretty crazy. She met this guy at the gym and that he pretty much like was pushing her and pressuring her for her phone number. So she gave in. She's like, oh, he could be a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Gave the phone number. So she sends in screenshots of their of their messages. And this is pretty long time ago because look at the <laughs> what? look at the template of the messages. iPhone one. So, <laughs> He writes to her in the text message. This is immediately after. So, mind you, she said that she left the gym around 840. 
This was at 8.44, four minutes after she left. Hi, it's me, Vig. What are you doing? She's like, I'm driving home now. Oh, nice. Where you live now? Oh, you still driving? Are you driving to Marina? And she's like, what? And she put yo, but I think like, it was like a, you know, spell check. It put yo instead of yes. Uh-huh. And he put yo, what does that mean? Spell your name for me. Do you have a Facebook? Oh my You're God. very beautiful. I like you. Are you still driving? She's like, yeah, I'm still driving. Okay, when you, when, when we, will you text me to get home? Text me, okay? But make sure you text me. So she gave him a fake name. And she says, I don't have a Facebook. Okay, well, what do you have? Like any social net? I'm not really into that social media thing. Mostly I use the internet for my research. Me too. You live alone. You sleep. Hi, morning. Wake up. Hi, 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 hi. Will you go to the gym today? No, I'm not going to the gym today. I think you should stop texting me. I don't think we should go out. I This is just a bit much. Um, I think you're right. Oops, I think. But uh, do you swim? Let's go swimming. Oh, I think you're a very wonderful swimmer. My beautiful swimmer queen. Ew. I'm eating Chinese food alone. Haha, <laughs> wish you were here. Continues on texting her for four days. Four days? She eventually had to uh, change her number because he wouldn't stop texting her. I had a stalker like that. I had to change my number. I think we all did at one point. Yeah. Right? He would. Oh, my God. Now that now that all this is coming up, it's reminding me and it's freaking me out again. So this is just to prove that women aren't the only crazies out there. Yeah. <laughs> we're not the only crazy ones we're not the only crazy creatures out there <laughs> crazy creature okay so Caro and I really wanted to like read this because we thought it'd be funny to read it's the article about the oh yeah yeah <laughs> so we found this article on essence.com and it's basically women real time writing in and they pretty much talk about their crazy moments obsessing over men <laughs> We know we've had those. <laughs> God, but you have to know when to step back and when it's not meant to be. You know? Yeah. So this is from Darlene. She's from New Orleans. She said, I didn't realize how obsessed I was over a guy I had that I had been seeing over six years until I actually retrieved his cell phone records. He told me about about his other woman, but I didn't realize how many until I started calling their numbers asking for him. And they would say, oh, my man is not here. Who is this? I have called about 10 different women. I stayed with him for a little while, but I had to get out because I realized I could become something that I didn't want to be. Boy, don't try to front. I uh-uh, know just, just what you are. Uh-uh. Womanize, womanize. This next one is from Patricia. She's from Kansas City. Patricia! <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> she said, I was reunited with my first love 20 years after our first relationship. He happened to forget to tell me that he was seeing someone else at the time. I went to his house with all of the love letters and cards that... <laughs> Embarrassing. Oh my god. I showed up to his house with all of the love letters and cards. There were at least a hundred pieces he gave me and spread them all over his front porch, lawn, and his car. It was raining that night, so everything was sticking to the surface, and I left before he came out. <laughs> Oh my god, she saved every fucking card. 
That is so I don't have anything crazy. for my ex-boyfriends. Nothing. I think I threw everything away. Me neither. Maybe just a few James Avery charms. Okay, maybe I have a whole James Avery bracelet. <laughs> but I'm that not throwing keep. that away. None yeah. of them ever gave me James Avery anything yeah, because like, they're cheap asses. I'm not throwing that away. <laughs> I'm keeping those. But like cards and stuff? Like, no. No, I do Mm-mm. that shit all out. I yeah, me too. Love cards, letters, pictures, everything is gone. Oh my god! I, can you imagine his girlfriend? <laughs> Who the fuck is this bitch? A <laughs> hundred letters, and they're all dated like 1993. Why, oh Patricia? She's like, it wasn't me. It was Patricia. Oh Patricia, I'm glad you stopped where you did because that's embarrassing. Oh my gosh! I can't. Okay, so this one it says, "I lied to a grand jury to keep my man out of prison by giving him an alibi." Days later, I found out he was engaged to another woman who was pregnant with his child. Oh my god! This hits home, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. motherfucker. <laughs> now nah, we're cool now. <laughs> Okay, I want to read this other one. It says, okay, this one is called A House is Not a Home. To help an ex-boyfriend buy a house, I loaned him money I had in a joint account with my fiance. My ex disappeared after getting the cash. It's been 10 years, but I still want the money and maybe him too. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> He took your money and ran, and you want him back? What was I her want name? my money back and him too. Naya, thirty six years old. Naya, you a grown ass woman? No, behave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from Tony in Seattle. He said, "A girl that I dated in college and um, had admittedly broke up with would just show up at my job unannounced nearly a year after we had called it quits. Sometimes she wouldn't even say anything to me. She would just call later in the evening and say something like, I like that green shirt you wore today at work. Ew! The crazy thing is, my best friend initially wanted to go out with her. Man, I should have let him go out with her because she stalked me after, she stalked me for a year after that. Oh my god. Poor Tony. <laughs> so this is from Lamar in Detroit. I was a bartender in the 80s and moved in with the lady I was dating. Oh, that rhymed. With the lady. She fed me in bed and treated me like a king until I saw her dark side. She started showing up at the bar and if a woman looked at me too long, she made a scene. She then started accusing me of flirting with her own grown daughters, calling the bar, checking on me. She got so mad, she started throwing knives at me, biting me when we argued. I left her, and she came to my job and started a fight and brought some guys to fight me, too. When she put a note on my door threatening my child, I realized that it was time to file a complaint, and it turned out that she already had one against me. Oh, my God, this bitch. (laughs) Bitches be crazy. They are crazy. They are crazy, guys. Be careful who you date. I know sometimes, like these people like this, like, well, I'm saying it's like a job interview. They'll tell you what you want to hear, but you really won't know their true colors until you're until you months in. I mean, I I don't know. You've hung out with them a couple. They're devil in disguise, literally. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, but. In case you want to know some signs that your ex or somebody you're dating is a, a legitimate psychopath, I can give you some some tips. Tip number one, 
They drive past your house at random hours of the night. <laughs> Tip number two, they try to break you and your new boo up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tip number three, they're in denial about y'all's breakup. <laughs> Tip number four, who leaves voicemails? If they leave you voicemails, they're a psycho. Uh, yes. Tip number five, this is a big one, suicidal threats. If they tell you that they're going to commit suicide for in order for you to stay with them, they're crazy. Exactly. Finding random gifts on your front porch at work on your car, they're crazy. <gasps> when they say, I'll show you, they're crazy. <laughs> Who says that? Me? <laughs> All me, I'll show you. <laughs> Unhand me, you peasant. Un- you Unhand me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tip number eight, they show up out of nowhere. Literally, if they show up out of nowhere, that means they're stalking you. Ugh. Funny to run into you here. Nope, don't believe it. (laughs) I'm here with my friend Patricia. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck her. (laughs) Tip number nine, you come home to find some of your things missing or in a different order. It means they're probably stalking you and they snuck inside your house. They're laying in your bed in your clothes and they're taking souvenirs. Ugh. Bitch. Tip number 10, and this is a very popular one. They give you the I'm not crazy speech. I'm not crazy. Surprise, shorty. It means they're crazy. <laughs> Surprise, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, bitch. It's scary out here. Thank you for coming to my psychopath talk. <laughs> we love it here. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, you guys. Carry some mace. If you carry these hands like me because I did Muay Thai and these legs, then you're good. (laughs) Carry a gun. If y'all like, you know, like movies with these type of behaviors. Swim fan is a good one. Swim fan is really good. Fear. Have you seen Fear with Mark Wahlberg? It's like from 1996. Him and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. That is. He is fucking crazy in that movie. And that's probably like one of the first movies I... I remember like vividly seeing mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg and I was like so in love with him because he's so hot and he's like young and he's still hot. Anyways, um, that one. And then there's another movie or prom night in 2008 when mm-hmm. the teacher stalks the, the high school girl. There's one that's called The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. This one's really old from 1992. That one too. Um, It's where like her husband commits suicide and then she loses the baby from the stress and then she stalks. Uh, the lady that pretty much filed charges on the husband because he inappropriately touched her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's really good too. Uh, what's another one? And of course, Fatal Attraction, the original movie. That one's really good. The Beyonce one. What was it called? Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, that's a good With one too. With Idris Elba. <laughs> I love him. But that's a good movie. It, it makes me so mad. Yeah, that's a really good movie too. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I already said Fatal Attraction. I mean, there's a bunch of movies, but I mean, those yeah. are my top. Yeah, for sure. Swim fan and obsessed for sure Dude, get me. Swim fan, yeah. Oh, I remember seeing that. It gets one. me riled the fuck up. It oh gets God. you right. I don't want to be hood, but I turn super hood with those. Mm-mm. Don't like, you fucking bet? <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> fuck you up, ho. Um I hope y'all learned something today. Yes. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't be getting your hundred letters that you say from your ex-boyfriend from ten years ago and show up to his house and leave them all over his yard. Embarrassing. He's probably married with kids or has a girlfriend. Embarrassing. <laughs>
Don't embarrass yourself over a man <laughs> who just wants to fuck. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. Don't do, and be careful with the crazy men, too, because girls. They'll kidnap you. Yes. Be careful with that. Yes. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. For the whole month of February, we will be doing some true crime that's related to love, love. and scary spooks of love. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget, <clears throat> voting is coming up soon. Dating. <laughs> Actually, voting, voting already started by the time this episode comes out. So y'all better be voting every day. Use all your emails. Um, we're gonna be reminding y'all. Yeah, daily. we're gonna be literally on on Instagram, and Instagram's connected to our Facebook. But if you follow us on Facebook only, and if you have Instagram, follow us on Instagram because you will get updates on our stories on Instagram. But we will be sharing the link with everybody every day for the whole month of February for you to vote, vote, vote. Tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your grandma, tell your, tell tia, your baby mama, your tios, your sancha, your tell your side chick. <laughs> yeah. Your priest, whoever. <laughs> your priest, your nun. <laughs> Tell them to vote for us. The homeless man outside Whataburger on um, Commerce. <laughs> if he has a cell phone. Tell him to. Tell everybody. everybody. We should get one of those people. Like, we should hire somebody to do, like, one of those. The signs? The little signs that says, <laughs> vote scary, not scary podcast. <laughs> just He's just there twirling it. Oh, my Who's God. Who's down? <laughs> Who wants to do it? Who wants my to do it? My sister my brother would probably do it. Yeah. We'd probably have to pay them, like, Sin would probably each. do it in booty shorts. Sin! <laughs> but his booty shorts say, vote what? scary, not scary podcast. <laughs> That would be so cute. We're getting with you, Sin. We'll we message need you after this. Scary podcast, booty short. Podcast. Sorry, <laughs> podcast. I can't talk right now. It's already gonna be midnight, so is it really? Maybe. Dang. Late night edition. Late night talks. Well, anyways, if you have any crazy fatal attraction stories or know of somebody who went through the real thing as well, email us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen, all the major platforms. Rate and review us, please, please, please. And make sure you follow us on Instagram, scarynotscarypodcast, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube, all the social medias. Make sure you follow us mm-hmm. and make sure you vote, vote, vote. Please vote for us every day starting February 1st. First. Vote. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Be careful with all the crazies out there. Mm-hmm. And until next time, remember to always stay scary. We love you, Ashley. <laughs> 